Hey, before we get to this week's episode, I want to let you know that it is brought to you by Preble Construction. Owned, operated by Dan Preble, a craftsman of the highest order. If you have any interior, exterior construction needs, remodels, kitchen, bathroom, whatever it is, uh, call Dan. Search P-R-E-B-I-L construction on the Googs or search him on Facebook. Check it out. Let's get to the show. So are you training today? Yeah. Sweet. Well, I was like, oh, I can't go there. Oh, this is perfect. I so. always have, like, idealistic, not idealistic, but, you know Joe DeSena? No. He's the, he started the Spartan race. I've heard that before. He's a podcaster, started Spartan race, whatever. Yeah. But he'll do his podcast, and they'll be like, all right, time for burpee break, and him and his guest will do, like, 100 burpees, and yeah. they'll come back to the podcast, or they'll go, they'll do it from, like, the side of a mountain or whatever. But, Yeah. Yeah, that sometimes, what is, there's a book, I forget what it's called, but, um, the medium is the message. Like, how you wrote that? I don't know, it's, it's old, it's like right up there with, um, oh, who's, ah, now I'm spacing on it, Trump's old youth pastor. What? Norman Vincent Peale. He was, the power of positive... Thinking was Trump's pastor. Really? Yeah, which just that unravels the whole realm you don't want to deal with. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's one of those old books that's like, uh, it's because it's principles, right? Jiu-Jitsu is just principles. That's yeah. what I'm, I just started the book, by the way. The book on principles. Oh, 32, oh, 32 principles? Yeah, I just yeah. bought those. I didn't read them yet, though. But Yeah. Well, did you buy the 32 principles Jiu-Jitsu instructional or the book? Oh, the 32... To the principle, like the whatever that that Gracie wrote. Yeah, he. That is, there is, such a, is there a different one? Well, so he just. By the way, we're already recording. I'm just gonna check our levels okay, here. Right. He, uh, <laughs> uh, Henner. Yeah. The great businessman of the Gracie family. Check one two. What's your name? Kyle. Wow, dude, this sounds like an interrogation. Doesn't? Yeah. Well, I've never been interrogated with my shirt off like this before. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, welcome to the Wolfpack Podcast, everybody. My name is Tyler Wolf. I'm your host. I'm here with the mighty Kyle O'Brien. How are you doing, Kyle? I'm doing well. The episode already started. Yeah, apparently. I just thought we'd be <laughs> coming hot. Um, I'm trying out a new method of recording, and I'm a little insecure about it. I don't, I, I don't know why I'm trying something new with such a high caliber guest oh i I should try something new on like a solo episode like hey we can can delete this and start over if it doesn't go well you know i'm hoping it's just really good really good quality yeah yeah (laughs) i hope so um but okay what we're just henner the great businessman yeah so he came him and his brother put together the 32 principles took all the techniques and distill them down 32 you know the 32 principles well then he went and wrote them into a book and was just like here's how they apply in business and life that's the book that I got. It seems a little bit like a cash grab, but who am I to judge? It's what, really good so far. What isn't a cash grab? Yeah, sure. But, yeah. Can I share an unpopular, uh, maybe, skept- not skeptic, an unpopular opinion? Um, yeah. I mean, okay. this is a safe place. Thanks. <laughs> I read Hickson's book, Cho- not Choke, that was the documentary, Hickson's book, Breathe. Yeah. And we both, the way we met is through jujitsu. I love jujitsu. I think the story of 
how it came to the United States and was formed from Japanese into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I think it's really cool. The Gracies, they got a lot of, they need to get their stuff together. Yeah. Well, that is no way to be a family. I don't think that's <clears throat> an unpop. It might be an unpopular stance, but I think that should be anyone's opinion that knows about it. It the competitiveness within their family. Oh, that way. And they made themselves public. Yeah. Oh well, no, but also like multiple wives, dozens of children, toxic competitiveness between family members. Was this the Bible you were reading, or what? So, <laughs> right. So, so no. So that's one thing people say about the Bible is they go, "Well, what about all the? Is it polygamy that's multiple wives?" Yeah, polygamy. Yeah, yeah. I go, yeah, no, that was in the Bible, and every single time it didn't end well. And it was like, um, not good. Not good. And it wasn't like a like he didn't make Adam, Eve, and Pam. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> yeah. And so no, like in the narrative of the Old Testament, God allowed people to have multiple lives, but it never was just like, see, it can work. It always ended bad and in dissension. And the Gracies, again, grateful for jujitsu. Thanks for what you've done. But why don't you try like loving each other? And like, yeah, but all the Gracies and the Osbournes and the Kardashians, all these people are is normal families that are documented. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, or, or, right. or, or average families that are documented Yeah, because we're all, not great if we were on TV 24 hours. And then edited and cut in order to produce a reaction. Right. So it's like probably compounded. They're probably not as terrible as we think they are. Right. Yeah. That's probably a good point. Or they're worse. I'm not, I don't know. You know? Like, if you put all that in the book, what don't you put in the book? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Hanner shared... Uh, he shares, like, a personal story, whether it's from business or life or whatever, for each principal. And he shared a story about how him and his wife were getting ready to get married. And... I want to say it was the detachment principle. may not have been. But his what the Gracie way was like the wife stays in the kitchen. She keeps quiet. She supports her husband as like a silent partner. You know yeah. what I mean? But he married this pro wrestler who wasn't raised that way. And he had to like detach from what he was holding so closely according to his tradition and family and whatever. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. He seems, though, even the way he speaks about his own brother, I go, dude, that's your brother. But maybe, maybe it's not as bad. Maybe, um, you know, like if you ever encounter a family that they seem to yell at each other a lot and you guys are like, why are you, why don't you love each other? Why aren't you yelling? And they go, none of us are mad. This is just how we talk. Well, that's, it's not, they're just institutionalized. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you, yeah, it's like growing up in some sort of like crazy scenario. You're going to be predisposed to it like right. my wife would be like oh why are you oh oh why'd you do this and i'd be like why well, you gotta you know like jump and she thinks i i think that she's attacking me or something yeah. because i grew up in a in a adversarial household you know so right. she's like oh i was just i was just wondering like <laughs> chill out <laughs> yeah my wife and i are a great team because we don't let each other get away with our own junk where she can wear a heart on a sleeve and I can be at my unhealthiest codependent where like, if you're unhappy, I'm not happy. So if she seems unhappy, I let it affect me too much. Meanwhile, she's just like, let me be how I am being and don't let it determine your day. You know what I mean? Don't depend on me for your happiness or your right. Exactly. So you're Kyle O'Brien. I am. Tell us about yourself. Uh, Um, about myself. I, am like the father husband etc yeah 
uh, got a fair large volume, at least for nowadays, of children. Nine kids. Nine kids. Nine kids. Uh, and I know two. Well, no, I know three of them because yeah, I know Logan. Logan I've yeah. trained jujitsu with him. Yeah. And then Lewis and Vea are in our kids' jujitsu program. Yep. Awesome kids. Yeah. And so. Uh, but that's seven. I don't know. Wait. Yeah. Six. I don't know. Yeah. And then three. Third grandkid on the way now, so that's exciting. Um, and that was like not done overnight. That was had children really young, and then just never stopped. Yeah. So, yeah. Little breaks here and there. But, yeah. Uh, and then uh, I'm in construction and manage a uh, construction business and love jujitsu, so I try and do that in all the in-between hours. But what's your position at this construction company? Uh, president or owner or... You start the company? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, I wanted to make sure before I spoke too soon. I yeah. thought that was the case. You're being humble. Uh, you started a company, well, built it from the ground up. I always, people are like, oh, do you... I'm like, well, it's God's, my wife's, and my company in that order, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the name of your company? Uh, Cornerstone Restoration. Cornerstone Restoration. You do big jobs. Uh, now we do. We didn't always. I, I was, had the privilege of coming up in a couple different fields that set up, uh, set us up really well to succeed in the um, commercial restoration realm. Uh, but in the beginning, because I was union prior, all my um, contacts were union, so then we weren't able to go union, work that all out with them in the beginning. But uh, So then started out doing residential, which I had always done a lot of side jobs because with a lot of kids, they want to eat every day. <laughs> it's like... Gosh, I wanted to like get them to start smoking or something, cut their appetite down, but yeah, that's frowned upon. Yeah. Cigarettes are expensive. Yeah, cigarette. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, cigarettes are expensive too. So I didn't think that went through, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So we do that. So there's a lot, a lot going on always, but all that's good incredible. things. Yeah. All good things. Yeah. So, all right. So the way that you and I met was you came to you and your son Logan, who's seventeen. Now he's seventeen. Yep. Now he's seventeen. When then he was sixteen. Well, you guys came to Open Guard for your first night just to check it out on the night of a seminar. Yeah. Professor Kern was here. Yeah. Uh, was Dan? Dan was here. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Dan was never not here. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and to some extent, Dan is still here. Yeah, right. Well, you got to meet Dan and train with Dan for several months before he passed away. Um, and so you came. Dan met you at the door the way he always does. Yeah. He was like, oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, and we were texting previous. And yeah, yeah. He invited us out. It was... Yeah, it was an epic experience for your first yeah. jujitsu. Yeah, bunch of awesome roles that night. I remember that. Who got promoted? Was anybody getting promoted that night? Uh, someone did. I don't remember. I don't remember who though. Yeah, it was kind of a lot going on between new gym, new yeah. all that stuff. So right, right, dude, you are really, really good at jujitsu. Mm. Yeah, I have a couple people I'd like you to tell that to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no, you are, them, and then make them believe it. Yeah. yeah, you are really good. Your technique is good, and one thing you've taught me a lot about jujitsu, but one thing in particular was you pointed out how overly attached I become when I'm on top of somebody. Oh, target fixation. Yeah, yeah, and you kind of help me. It's a concept I knew in my head before, but I didn't really wasn't applying in my body. Yeah, and for some reason, you know, it's it's similar to like. The things of God, sometimes somebody will hear something a thousand times before they truly hear it one yeah. time, you know? I It's a concept that I had heard, but I wasn't really applying. But for some reason, that one time, you were like, yeah, dude, I'm It's always you. a combination. Like, you heard it from me because you were in the position to hear it from me. Yeah. So, like, you probably heard the same thing before. Yeah. 
you know, well put. That's another thing about you is you you seem to be able to put uh, ideas and concepts into words in a way that's very clear. Well, I was um, predominantly raised by sitcoms <laughs> in the 90s. So, uh, you know, you can only fit, what is it, 15, 20 minutes. So yeah, my brain's trained in right. a sitcom uh, right. <laughs> so, intellect. So let's get into resources because I think we're going to have – because you I know you listen to the show. You know what the show's about because yeah. you are one of those guys that will text me at like 6 a.m. on I Friday. I that you get uh, – Which I love. Get those, yeah. I love because it shows me that people are listening. People are looking forward to the show. Um, so you know the show. The Wolfpack Podcast is a show where if you have something smart to say, somebody probably already said it better. So a movie you've watched, a book you've read, a podcast you heard, a YouTube video, a food you tried, restaurant, doesn't matter, something you've consumed – that you would recommend other people consume, what should people check out? The mm. Mighty Kyle Bryant. Uh, usually people can't get me to shut up about whatever, but, you know, when you put somebody on the spot. Um, I'm reading the book Atomic Habits right now. James Clear. Yeah. and that's I just been... heard him speak. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah. Paid him. A t- I didn't pay him. The conference paid him a ton of money to come and regurgitate a 20-minute version of the book. I know, which is, but that's what, I mean, what, you can look up any of the seminar stuff for jiu-jitsu online, but it's something about the experience that yeah. accentuates it in your mind and you yeah. remember it and internalize it. But the the book's been really helpful so far because I realize that anything that is perhaps uh, perceived as successful in my life goes back to those varied principles and all of those further highlight this kind of thing I've been ruminating about on life now is it's really just intentionality. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you being intentional about? Mm-hmm. So even like you, you knew, like if, if somebody asked you, Oh, is target fixation going to help your jujitsu? Like a, before you met me, you would be like, no, that's a bad thing. But then when you have it packaged a certain way and delivered, uh, to your, just hits you the right way. You're gonna, it's just going to resonate. So yeah. That's been uh, really helpful as of late to kind of reevaluate habits. Cause you really only have, you either have good habits or bad habits. Like everything's a habit. It's like, uh, everything's God or Satan to simplify things excessively, perhaps unimportantly excessively, but yeah. So that's been a great one to read. I'd recommend that one. Atomic. I haven't read the book, the book yet. I get the idea. I think I read the blink. I do the blinkish thing from time to time for books that I go, yeah, I'm not going to give six hours to that book of reading, but I will do the 20 minute recap. Yeah, I always um, thought that was for my personality. I like want to read the whole book. Yeah, I see. Not me. I I go. I'm going to read. I said I'm going to read 24 books each year, and there's more than 24 books that I'm interested in. So I'm only going to give the full read to certain. So you're certain. really into uh, quantity, not quality, is what I'm. I'm hearing. definitely <laughs> more into quality, quantity. Than quality, hundred yeah. percent. But I'm, it's my goals. You know what I'm saying. Right. But the content, and I'm not saying Atomic Habits is one of those things. But so, and I'm no author. That all that being said, some of these books, man, I'm like, it's one. Of, it's like this email could have been, or this meeting could have been an email. Yeah. This yeah. book yep. could have been a podcast. Right. Dude. And honestly, the the advent of the long format entertainment, where sure. you sit down and listen to like three, four hours with somebody yeah, is incredibly, I think, more beneficial because it's it takes you out of that uh, like classroom mentality and puts you in the conversational to some yeah, extent. So you're, you're sitting there, you're like a fly on the wall in these 
podcasts and and you listen to so many in my case sometimes thousands of hours that right. you almost know these people it's a super off balanced relationship but you know yeah. the nuances of their conversations and their thought process mm-hmm. if you're paying attention and then and then you get to sit them they're interviewing someone and it, it's so much richer and actually the book can't hurt me by um david goggins oh yeah so i didn't read the book because i don't read a lot of books uh, I listen to a lot of books and sure. podcasts, but yeah. he has uh, his audio book is fantastic, especially in regards to the presentation. So there's somebody reading his ghost author, I think, and and then he's there like getting asked questions and interjecting like almost like in podcast past podcast. Yeah, there's like many episodes between each chapter. Right? Yeah, so that takes like, oh, hey, this section's in the book and they expound upon it. So it gives it like, I feel like a lot of books give you like some sort of dead body or skeleton. And sure. then you have to breathe or somebody has to breathe life into it for you. And that uh, did a really good job of bringing those both together sure. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I read that one, but I didn't read a second one. Did you read a second book? I did. I listened to it, yeah. It yeah, wasn't yeah. as good as the... First one. Yeah, same as uh, Jocko. The second book is like, eh. I've only done Jocko's Leadership Strategy and Tactics. I actually have not listened to Discipline Equals Freedom. The oh, no. e- Extreme Ownership. Is extreme the Ownership, and then there's one other one? You'd say that that's, um, yeah, and then uh, Dichotomy of Leadership. Is yeah, I haven't read either of yeah. them, and I love Jocko, but I did the Leadership Strategy and Tactics. It depends on how much of everything else you can consume and how much you need those concepts. You know, I'd say... If I was to make a stack of books that, you know, people should listen to, I think Extreme Ownership would be on there because our natural predisposition is to put things off on everybody else. The woman you gave me, you know, mm-hmm. like it's people at work. I get the concept of Extreme Ownership and I get a lot of uh, eye rolling in my direction sometimes because if I'm going to be late for a meeting, I will text the group that I'm about to meet and I will say, um, I try to like lead by example and they roll their eyes at me. They're like, dude, just say you're going to be late. But I'll be like, no, you guys, I failed to plan accordingly and I have to stop and get gas. And because of my poor planning, I'm going to be late for this meeting. And they're like, dude, it's okay. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's probably okay the first time, but if you're doing it at every meeting, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> they're rolling their eyes at the fact that I'm trying to like do extreme ownership. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Well, I would say that you could shorten it up to, I'm going to be late. Not traffic was terrible because traffic was terrible. You didn't leave on time. I don't have, no, that's what I'm saying is yeah. rather than I go above and beyond to try to like show how we should be in rather than saying traffic's terrible, I go because of my poor planning, I didn't leave on time. So yeah. now I'm stuck in traffic. Well, anything beautiful um, highlights unbeautiful. So a lot of times yeah. if you do uh, exhibit behavior that people know they should do yeah, and it shines some light on maybe, maybe that's the, uh, well, the James, <laughs> the, the, the atomic habits thing made me think, cause what I was going to say is that book, I, though I haven't read it, I'm sort of avoiding it because I know that book is going to resonate with me and I know I'm going to kind of get on a track that I don't currently have the appetite for yeah so let me ask you this is there a resource that you have not consumed that you've been avoiding for a similar reason yes um so much so that i forgot the name of it i just oh um ah what is it the endurance endurance protocol or um the Cam Haynes book? No, I did read that one. That was good. That one, yeah. It's um, 
have you ever heard of fat burn fix? It's about becoming fat adaptive and switching from burning carbs to burning fat. No. Um, that's the premise it's on. It's about uh, extreme athletes that, uh, you'll have to put it in the show notes because my phone's not running. Uh, so it's, it's all about zone two training. Okay. So, uh, expanding your zone two ability and not going outside of the zone two, uh, without, so if you exceed that, oh, primal endurance there. Okay. Okay. Primal endurance. So that would, cause it's like, uh, it's really easy to go all out and it's really easy to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm fine with kind of either of those to some extent, mm-hmm. less fine with the doing nothing, but yeah. Just come work out like I know, like about high 170s of heart rate. I start feeling dizzy. I presume I pass out in the, the 80s or something. So it's real easy to just push that, push that. Yeah. But it takes a lot of self-control to go, oh, I'm going for a jog or whatever. And I need to walk right now because my zone can't exceed this. Oh, but sure. uh, what you're doing by that is, well, the book goes into it. I've been avoiding reading it, so I don't know exactly. But uh, um, it expands all your ability, raises your threshold. It's good for heart health, all this other hmm. other items. And you can actually be running a six-minute mile at a conversational pace. Oh, sure. And doing nose breathing and all this other kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So the data is all there, but I don't want to change how I work out. I don't want to have to put thought into it. I don't want to have to change my workout style. So right. that, that would be a resource I'm yeah. avoiding consuming. So <laughs> I think um, I'm trying to think of what I'm kind of intrigued by this idea of what what should you read that you're avoiding. Um, I think oh, there's a book called Our Mothers Ourselves, which the title itself seems so like uh, Freudian, you know, but it's written by a very respectable and reputable guy named Henry Cloud. Yeah. Um, that one I'm going. Sup, Sally. Is he the, the one who... It's my mom. Oh, um, wrote uh, Boundaries? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's the man. I just heard, he was speaking at the same conference James Clear was speaking at. But, um, he, yeah, like, I don't think I'm ready to open that can of worms yet. You know? My yeah. mom was great, but I think the best dad in the world screws their kids up in a way. You know, I think, yeah, like every parent is terrible. It's whether you acknowledge it or not. And then how you're doing it. Like I tell my yeah. kids, like, hey, look, I... Don't know how I'm messing you up. Mm-hmm. Well, some of the ways I do, but I mostly don't know when you realize and it's a problem. Please, we'll have a dialogue about it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when they're older, right? Um, but that at least opens the door to not uh, being in a position where you're like, "I raised you. How could you disrespect me? Everything I did for you." It's like, no, no, no. It's like I know that right. I'm the problem, and we have. I mean, if you listen to any of the peterson stuff about you know the generations of the spirit of the father like we're basically emulating our parents who emulated their parents and it's like you can clean it up by little degrees but you're pretty much just yeah you know that that stone is rolling so um speak because pete scazzaro says uh jesus may live in your heart but grandpa lives in your bones yeah i mean you know like yeah you kind of carry stuff on a little bit but yeah i i i probably try to get that across to my to my at least my oldest son right now i'm like hey dude i say to him i go uh i'll split you open and i'll pack your bags meaning like you're gonna have some baggage oh yeah with, on yeah. account of me and uh i'll i try like probably just another way of saying what you're saying i try to set the table so that when you gotta unpack those we have a relationship that i can be a part of that and even know? that's really important connecting them with the why because when you 
understand the why for when it's disseminating information to somebody if you tell them the why it gives them the ability to filter decisions down the road through that why or even an example would be my kids i was snowboarding with them and when you're a good snowboarder you make fun of skiers because that's what you oh right, right so we're going up the lift making fun of skiers because skiers are silly but um not actually but so then uh, it dawned on me i was like hey why are you guys snowboarders and they're like i was with three boys it was a, a lift at alpine like oh because it's cooler and it's better and it's funner and so i was like no you guys are snowboarders because i am said, I taught you how to snowboard. I bought you this stuff and I'm taking you snowboarding. If I was a skier, you'd be skiers right now. And we'd be trying to make fun of snowboarders if we could find anything bad about them to make fun of. Right. But, um, and then just connecting it instantly to Christianity. Like, Hey, you, this is when they, some of them were a little younger that I was talking to. I was like, Hey, you guys are, you know, you go to church, you know, you say Jesus, you know, is your, your jam and all this stuff. Cause that's what I do. And that's what we do as a family. But there's going to come a point where you're going to have to decide, do I want to keep snowboarding? And is snowboarding, is this my snowboarding, you know? Yeah. And, and and so, but giving them the freedom and the space, because I feel like a lot of us get to our age especially, and then we start going like, wait a minute, my parent, wait, wait a minute. And then you have all this dysfunction inside of families based off that, whereas if you give people the freedom and the space and the reasons ahead of time, mm-hmm. when those things come up, they're kind of minor, yeah. like equip them to deconstruct their own psyche. Right or whatever so yeah for sure and then well it is like uh you know when people share like a story of faith it's so funny when they're like well you know i grew up in a christian home and so then grew up and i decided you know where it's like you don't talk about marriage that way like hey why'd you marry your wife well i grew up in a married marriage so yeah so i met this girl and figured i might as well you know it's like that's not that's not love you know what i mean it's like being born in a hospital makes you a doctor or whatever. Right. <laughs> nice. Any other resources? Well, obviously all the Jocko stuff you already mentioned, that's pretty. Yeah, you're familiar. a fan. I'm a fan. And then and then that integrated with uh, the gospel, mm-hmm. obviously. The Bible's uh, important. And, uh, and then the Goggins stuff. And the, everything is everything, right? Like Mount is guard. It's just sure. when you're rolling, it's your, like, what end of a basketball is up if you take right. the letters off? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. all the, and, and truth is, is truth. Wisdom is wisdom. And, and when you find it in all these different ways and they all connect with, like, I view, like, the Goggins stuff is, like, cobalt mainframe programming. And then the Jocko stuff is, like, the point of sale retail end that's, mm-hmm. you know, beautiful and dialed up and is way more user friendly and all these other aspects. But, yeah. uh, so when you can, Take the good, throw out the bad, and figure out how things fit, fit together. I mean, I think that those three are um, have been very helpful for organizing my life. Yeah. So, I want to ask you one more question. Have you heard of this guy, uh, Andy Elliott? I don't think so, no. I, I'm on this kick of online personalities that I don't, I kind of hate them. But I can't stop watching them. Is this like Theo Vaughn? I kind of love him. <laughs> no, I like Theo Vaughn. Andy Elliott is a sales training guy. Okay. And really, he's just an influencer. Yeah. But he trains salesmen and sales and how to be a closer. And uh, ABC, always be closing. He's ripped. 
if he he's the guy he has this viral clip right now of like if you don't have a six pack you don't work for us like it's called a standard how about we raise them pretty sure that's discri- discrimination i know <laughs> dude it is so it's i don't know if i love him or hate him uh you gotta check him out well that's like mcgregor like he yeah you either love him or hate him, but everybody had an opinion, and that's why he was successful. Yeah, for sure. Outside the ring, obviously, the hard work inside is. But yeah. both, are, are they disconnected? No. Yeah, he won fights. I mean, yeah. yeah. So. All right, anything else for the podcast? No. Kyle O'Brien, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. Welcome to the Wolfpack Nation. No.